Welcome to Vacation Rental and Airbnb Mastery, the podcast where we help you level up your vacation rental game. I'm your host, John, and today we're going to talk about some tips and tricks you can use to level up your Airbnb photography and your listing so more people can book your property heading into November. The first tip I want to get into is that the number of photos you use in your listing really matters. I recommend at least 25 photos as a minimum, but an upwards of 40 photos is actually going to be better. So you want to focus on 40 high quality photos that are lit and staged and ready to go. Next, you want to make sure your photos are in a logical order. Think about walking your guests through the property from the main floor throughout the entire rental. You don't want to jump from room to room without any sort of logical order because you might end up really confusing them as to where each room is actually located and how they're going to actually navigate the property when they stay with you. So for example, begin on the main floor, walk them through each room in a logical order. So if you walk in and you have a bathroom to the left, then a bedroom to the left and a living room straight ahead with the kitchen to the right, that's how you're going to want to walk them through. Next, I would make sure you or your photographer actually use a wide angle lens so you capture most of the space in each frame. If you take a lot of amenity shots, for example, I've seen a picture that shows um, the air hockey table puck and the actual air hockey table, but you don't see the whole space. While it's nice to have that picture, you don't have so much real estate on your listing, so you may not want to waste valuable photo real estate on a picture of a hockey puck. Um, Just because a picture looks good doesn't mean you need to include it. So if your photographer maybe took like 100 photos, you don't want to include all the amenity shots. You want to include most of the photos that have a wide angle that show most of the space. If you do decide to use close-ups of some of your amenities, for example, uh, a close-up of your television, a gaming console, um, coffee and a mug next to some flowers on your counter, Don't include too many close-ups in a row because you may distract the guest from the logical order of walking through your house and it may get pretty boring because instead of seeing photos of the whole house, remember we have short attention spans, instead of seeing photos of the whole house, you're showing pictures of a coffee mug, of flowers, of a hockey puck, and of a close-up of a TV. And if all those pictures are bunched up together in your order, you may end up just distracting the guest and they may click on a different property and book someone else. Your vacation rental photographer or yourself, if you're taking the photos, you'd much rather have them underexposed than overexposed. What that means is the amount of shutter speed the camera has, if it's faster or slower. That's what exposure is referring to. So if your photos are underexposed, that means the shutter speed is actually faster. So less light is allowed to come inside and it leaves the photo underexposed. So you're going to have photos that tend to be darker, but you don't lose any color. Now, it's the opposite when it's overexposed. You end up with minimal color because it's so bright that you're going to lose a lot of what was supposed to be in the picture and you won't get the best shot. So you can easily increase the brightness in Photoshop when you do post-production editing, but you don't want your photos to be overexposed because you can't bring that lost color back and you'll lose a lot of the pop that you need in the picture to make your photos stand out versus your competitors. Now let's get into lighting because lighting is so important to getting a really good shot. A great vacation rental photo, all about the lighting. So first, you should really schedule your photo shoot in the daylight, not at night, not on a rainy or cloudy day, but in daylight. That's the best time to schedule your photo shoot to get the best photos possible. 
You definitely want to open your curtains or open your blinds to get as much natural light as you possibly can. It'll look so much more bright, so much more appealing than a darker space. If you have any areas that you're taking photos of that are underlit and don't have enough light, that's when you can use artificial lighting. However, those photos will not look as good as photos with natural light. If you decide to hire a professional photographer, what I recommend to do is let them do their job, but guide them with a requested shots list. So if you have specific shots that you want and you know that are important to showcase your home in the most appealing way, you can give that list to the photographer so they can take those shots for you. The most important shots are of the living area, of the bedroom, of the kitchen, of the bathrooms, of your exterior, whether that's front area and the exterior, the patio and pool area if you have it. And don't forget if your community or resort has amenities like a community pool, a basketball court, miniature golf, a sauna, a spa, anything like that, you definitely want to get shots of the amenities as well since the guests will be interested in seeing photos of that if they plan to use that. In the photo order, I recommend putting your amenities photos of the community stuff like the clubhouse and resort, putting that last. And then at the very front of the order, do a walkthrough of the house. But your very first photo should not be the exterior of your home. It should actually be your most appealing area. You're a wow factor. If you have this awesome themed bedroom that's Harry Potter, or you have a princess room that's all themed out with a glowing roof, something that pops, that should be your first photo. Because as guests are scrolling, potential guests are scrolling the search engine and scrolling Airbnb and Verbo, they're going off that first picture, the picture that is your cover. If your cover is just of the outside, the exterior of your house, and it's a two-story house, but that's all it is, you're not giving them any reason to click on that other than it's a big house. So you definitely want to use your most important photo, the photo that has the differentiating factor as your primary cover photo. Try not to repeat any photos that are not adding value. So if you have five different shots of the bed, you don't need that many shots of the bed. You only need one or two at the most. So try not to include too many repetitive photos because it's going to block that chronic logical order, that logical order of your photo layout. You definitely want to just use the photos that are most meaningful and add the most value to the guests that's looking at booking with you. Let's think of some questions that a guest would ask. They're definitely going to ask, What's included in the kitchen? Do you have a blender? Do you have a coffee maker? How big is the fridge? I have a big family. I need a lot of space in the refrigerator. Or what is the pool area like? Do they have a hot tub in the pool area? Do they have outdoor dining? Do they have outdoor seating? What is that like? What kind of games are available to my kids? Is there a movie theater? Is there a projector? Do you have an Xbox? All of those questions should actually get answered in your photography. Because instead of you answering lots of Airbnb messages from prospective guests, They can look through your photos to see what your unit actually has. So your photos, think of them as helping guests answer the most important questions they will have when considering booking a property. Your photos answer those questions. So if you take a photo that doesn't really help the guest, that just needs to be eliminated. Not every photo is a good photo. And you definitely want to ask family and friends if your photo photo order or photo count is appropriate and what they think of uh, your photo spread. If they give you an opinion that saying you have too many photos or you could do without this one, take their opinion because it's always good to go off that second and third opinion and not just put it on your own and just set it and forget it. I hope you find some of these tips helpful to spruce up your listing. I definitely know that 
revisiting photography might hurt since you may be attached to your old photos, but trust me, it definitely helps to give it a fresh start to optimize your listing. If you haven't subscribed to our weekly newsletter, please go to www.vacationhomehelp.com slash podcast. Subscribe to our newsletter. I'll send you lots of free exclusive resources to help you level up your vacation rental game. Please rate, review, and subscribe. It helps me grow this podcast tremendously. Thank you so much. And until tomorrow, take care.